In today's podcast, we're going to talk about the main residence absence rules, which is sometimes referred to as the six-year rule, uh, some of the misconceptions around the rule, and how you might be able to apply this rule to your situation to sometimes reduce your capital gain to zero. So once you move out of your, a property that has been your main residence, there's a rule that allows you to continue to treat that property as your main residence for up to six years, even though you haven't been living in it, or even though you're no longer living in it. Now, if you do make this choice, it could allow you to reduce any potential future capital gain on the sale of the property. The concession sometimes referred to as the absence provision or the six-year rule. Now, some people think the rule only applies when you're moving interstate, but it actually applies whenever you move from your main residence, even if it's down the road. There are some uh, provisions that prevent the main residence rule applying to non-residents. And so if you are a non-resident, then obviously it's something that we would need to discuss because those rules don't apply to non-residents. Uh, but we're not going to go into that today. Now, where someone makes this choice to apply the main residence absence provisions, they can't treat another property as their main residence. So if the absence provisions are applied to a main residence that becomes an IP and they then move into a new main residence, that new main residence will be subject to capital gains tax at some point in the future if they decide to apply the absence provisions to the old main residence. <clears throat> Sounds a little bit confusing. Um, now, I've read on forums where some people think that once the six years is up and you go over this six-year period and you don't sell the property within that time frame, then the main residence absence provisions don't apply at all. Unfortunately, this isn't true. It's just an urban legend. Um, they do continue to apply. What happens is that if you keep renting the property for more than six years, you don't lose the ability to use the six-year rule. So what happens is that you can apply the absence provisions for the first six-year period for which it was rented, and then you'll be subject to capital gains tax on the remaining period. One of the things that is really important is that in order to apply these absence provisions, that the property has actually been used as your main residence. So you can't apply the absence provisions or the six-year rule to a property if you've never lived in it. The other thing that we find causes a little bit confusion is that there's a term called election. So people think that there must be some sort of form to fill in or they've got to let the tax office know that the property uh, was their main residence and nothing like that needs to happen. You just need to know in your own mind that this is what you want and that's adequate. You also need to make sure that your accountant knows because when they're lodging their income tax returns or your income tax returns, there is actually a section in the income tax return that talks about whether you've had a capital gains tax event and you will need to say yes. And you'll also need to let the tax office know that you're applying the main residence provision exemption at that point. So how does all of this practically work? Well, let's assume that we've got Bob and Wendy, our favourite characters here, and they purchase a home in 2015. 
They move in immediately to the property. They live in it for two years. They then keep the property. They move into state. They rent a house into state. And they rent out their old house. And they want to sell the property in 2022. Well, are they going to pay any tax on the sale? Well, ordinarily, Bob and Wendy would have been deemed to have purchased the home for the market value on the date it was first used to produce income. It's something we talked about in a previous podcast. Uh, for the market value of the property in 2017. And they would ordinarily then pay capital gains tax on the difference between the sales price and the market value of the property when it was first rented. But in this case, by using the six-year absence rule, the property will continue to be their main residence until the sale in 2022, and they will not need to pay capital gains tax on the sale. Now, as they don't have any other main residence, because they're renting another property interstate, then they won't need to consider that as part of their analysis of whether it's worth applying the six-year rule or not. So this is a little tie-up of this particular podcast. We'll probably continue on with this discussion because the main residence absence rules applies in various situations and interacts with a number of other rules. But this will give you a very basic example as to how it works and some of the misconceptions that are out there. See you next time.